Paul, what could you manage to get a hold of 50 of in one night? Um, neuroses. Yeah? Different yeah. Flavor. I need you to get me to... Uh, oh no, what is the accent? It's sort of scouse, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there we go, if, got it. If 50. 50 neuroses by morning. I'd be like, let me just figure out what the names of all of these are. And I just, I just <laughs> drop into a, a, a heap on the floor and immediately start crying and tearing <laughs> off my clothes. And uh, I've already got them tattooed on my body. Oh, memento. Ah, uh, mm. narcissism. Narcissism 2. <laughs> the narcissism. Uh, <laughs> megalomania. Kleptomania. Fear of abandonment. Fear yeah. of people. <laughs> yeah. Fear of fire. Fear of not being on fire. Self-loathing. Intense love of beards. <laughs> yeah. Lack of beard but also overwhelming presence of beard. That's not a neuroses. <laughs> you just, you've just got a beard, mate. Okay, belief of overwhelming presence of beard being a neurosis. <laughs> belief in person criticising me for, not ha- for just having a beard. What? Ah! Welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that does look like an asshole. You've got us there, Nicolas Cage. I'm Chattanooga Paul. I'm jammed up bad. <laughs> look at look outside. It's still gunman season. Ah! Oh, no. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Why God? And after exploding out of the closet of Drop Dead Fred, we're going to sneakily fart our way into a car with Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. and be gone in 60 seconds. Unlike my farts. <laughs> they linger, mate. <laughs> Time it took you to buy your ticket. 3.2 minutes. Time it took you to get your popcorn. 2.5 minutes. Time it took them. Oh, let's go, let's go, go. To steal your car. car. Hello, ladies. 60 seconds. 60 seconds. The film is a remake of the 1974 film written, directed, produced and starring by H.B. Halicki, the original was. Mm. Uh, There was going to be a Gone in 60 Seconds 2. Gone in 61 seconds? Yeah. 62? If you're doing another Oceans thing. Back in 60 seconds. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, no, I'm back for one last job. I always said I wouldn't do it after the last time I said I wouldn't do it and did. But I did. (laughs) That's exactly how H.P. Halicki's talks, because yes, there was going to be a uh, Gone in 60 Seconds 2 in 1989, but H.P. Halicki was killed during production of that movie when a water tower fell on fell over prematurely, snapping a suspension cable, which sheared off a telephone pole, which fell on him. Oh my god. Yeah, he got final destinationed. Jeez, he got ghost shipped. He did. <laughs> the ghost of Cage's future came back and got him. This one's mine. The 1967 Mustang that Cage steals last uh, steals last in this film is the same model of car from the original, both called Eleanor in the mm. films. Yeah. Okay. Eleanor. Eleanor. The remake is written by Scott Rosenberg, writer of Con Air, Kangaroo Jack, Venom. He's a three-man. <laughs> and High Fidelity. Oh, he's not very good. <laughs> oh, brilliant. And fuck you. <laughs> To his credit, he did also write the new Jumanji movies and is currently working on a film adaptation of One Punch Man. Ooh, brilliant. Season Ooh. one, I hope. Also, also... Oh. Starring John Cusack. <laughs> as as man, not, not One Punch Man. Um, <laughs> is there a character in One Punch Man called No Punch Man? <laughs> there might be. I, I don't know, Ooh. Paul. Um, <gasps> not in the not in the ones I read or saw. Uh, Dominic Senna directs. Mm. Uh, he also made California with a K, Season of the Witch with a Cage, and Swordfish with a. He also made the music videos for Brian Adams. Not that one. Uh, not that music video. Not that that Brian Adams. A different. It is that Brian Adams. <laughs> are you, are you saying not that video? It, it's an, uh, oh okay okay. I thought you were mixing yeah. up Brian and Brian Adams then, and there's. <laughs> and this is, we can't be having this, Paul, on, our, on our, our podcast of facts. I need you to tell me if there is a Ryan Adams. There is a, there is a Ryan Adams. 
Oh my god. Yeah, suppose. The world is a, a magical, wonderful scary place. Scary place. He also did music videos for Tina Turner and Janet Jackson, Ooh. including her iconic Rhythm Nation video. All you really needed to do with that was just point a camera at it, but he didn't too annoyingly cut all over the place. You can definitely tell there's a cool dance going on. Hey, nice. And that's all <laughs> yeah. we need, MTV generation. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Now, when it, when it came to this film, critics were a little tired, but not very wired. Kim Newman at Empire Magazine said, mm-hmm. It's impossible to care about Cage's mission. His character or his ongoing career? <laughs> I have no, I'm not invested at all in whether or not Cage manages to make a success of this. He's trying though. Jaded man. You know, he, is he, he, he agreed he's to do the trying. film because his brother said he'd do a film and then got arrested for it. And he, he, he owed, oh, let's say Michael Bay, seven, 70 pounds. In damages. Yeah. And Michael Bay said, no, you have to be <laughs> in some film that, that I don't direct. <laughs> but I'm in spiritually. <clears throat> uh, public, meanwhile, got their jollies by playing with dog shit, man. It's mm, good a- stuff. MB, MB at Google said, great movie to watch. Casting was perfect. Of course, nobody can steal that many cars in one night. <laughs> but it's a good movie to watch if you haven't seen it. Mm. Just a good movie for me. That's why I recommend to watch. Oh. I mean, yeah. look, covered all bases there because... <laughs> halfway through that Everything review I want to say Yeah, halfway through that review I just thought, oh god If I hadn't seen the movie already I'd be like, yeah, but They should have called this movie <laughs> The Incredible Stealing of 50 Cars in One Night Because It is, it <laughs> is a bit incredible, it. Paul I conversely think that you should only watch this If you have seen it <clears throat> So, before yeah. you see it Make sure you've seen it I don't want anyone Otherwise... to have seen this film Who hasn't already seen it Groucho Marks <laughs> <laughs> but how about them three men? Groucho Marx? Not this time. Oh. Uh, he's a one man, though. Mm. Uh, bearded man Greg Bronson was in Jet Li's The One, Inspector Gadget, and this as Yay. doctor, paramedic, and uncredited inventor, ref- respectively. Oh. Good <laughs> stuff. Now, Wait. Paramedic in Gone in 60 Seconds? Uh, paramedic in Inspector Gadget. So he was one of the people who put Matthew Broderick back together again. Oh, okay. Do you know what? Of all the li- the list of all those roles, I did not think Paramedic was going to be Inspector Gadget. I thought it would be the inventor one. Yeah, I would have thought so, actually, because if that is r- really respectively and I've done my work correctly, then he plays an uncredited inventor in this. That's what confused <laughs> me, you see. <laughs> what what inventions? Well, he probably didn't do that. He invented Maybe cars. Maybe he invented those... He invented cars. Jesus Christ. You're going to love these things. Trust me. This guy's cooked up a whole new thing. <laughs> I'm going to steal them. What? There's only two. Well, they're mine. Ugh. Kevin West is a slender-faced Alan Cummings sort of man. And he was in Super Mario Brothers and Junior. Uh, minor roles. Angelina Jolie is a three-man. And the fact that we start with hackers and end with the tourists does suggest that her career needs a course correct. <laughs> it, yeah, it was going well. I think that you should be in more dumb shit. I see. I'm willing to entertain that. Now, Delroy Lindo is a foreman after Point Break, The One, and Congo. He stood mm-hmm. out and got sampled in each and every one of those. Will he be quick-fired in this? Maybe. Absolutely. <laughs> you better wait and find out. Because, uh, yeah, I don't remember the rules that we've variously come up with for Nicolas Cage, but even without Vampire's Kiss, he's an eight-man. <laughs> I think it's if, so, if if we both like the movie, then it's easier to to argue for like striking a movie from the rec- record. Even then, it's not that straightforward. <laughs> yeah, it's fairly complex. I think it's just worth at this stage expanding Nicolas Cage's mass to an infinite number, so that he is an everyman. He's a Our Morbius. first ever everyman. <laughs> it is Morbius. Don't you mean? Don't you mean? Don't you mean Morbius, Paul? No, no, I don't. <laughs> Definitely not. Nobody's arguing that. A lot of people call it Mobius when they mean Morbius. Nobody's going for Mobius, so get out of my office. It is It is Mobius. It is Mobius. Oh, free to a man. Free in a bush. Free. Free. Go. Films are shit, mate. The film has 25% on Rotten Tomatoes, 35% on Metacritic, 6.5 on IMDb, 83% on Google. Fuck pulled yeah. Pulled in 237 mil. Google, my boys. Google! Always loved you. Always on, t- on board with what Google has to say. Uh, yes, it pulled in 237 million, but due to its expensive production and marketing, it probably lost about 90 mil, though Disney actually reported that it lost over 200 mil for tax reasons. Good stuff. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay, good stuff. And that allowed them to hire Uwe Boll for the sequel. 
What? <laughs> is that a joke or is that a thing? No, that's not a thing, although I like that you believed it. It could have happened, you don't know. <laughs> it definitely could have happened. Disney's teaming and up I'll with the new all... Avengers. I'll let you all think of that. <laughs> so, Paul, you bad man. Too much bloody money. <laughs> What's one thing about Gone in a Minute that made you want to have sex while boosting cars? Whilst? <laughs> uh, whilst if you're a classy fuck. Uh, whilst? Yeah. How about... Whilst. Well, Will Patton, Paul. Uh, oh, yeah! He's, he's, he's in this. Michael regular Will Patton. Yeah, love him. Um, well, he's got, a, he's got a pretty good leather jacket, Paul. And... Oh, yeah. He needs something cold to drink. <laughs> he needs it. Give this man something cold to drink. He's been up all day. That's what people say. Cool, I've been up all day. I need a cold drink right now. Who <laughs> else has been up all day? Oh, Christ. All right, well, let's let's get into the events of Gone in 60 Seconds. All right. We start with an excellent naughty's opening that just makes me want to X those severs. <laughs> I think I think and, in that uh, yeah. in that, at that point I went oh this is um mm, no <laughs> can't place it <laughs> yeah. yep I'll be doing that a few times mm. uh, we get some high adrenaline names coming up on screen though Giovanni Rabisi oh. Timothy Oliphant mm. Grace Sabritsky <laughs> fuck yeah she she's been about Paul um, it's no wonder <laughs> that I have a, I have a bit of a Timothy Oliphant thing like, he was just in every movie <laughs> from my teen teen years. <laughs> you just seem to be That's revisiting right. them recently um, Dad, why do you keep showing me these movies? No reason, his moustache just slipping at the sides <clears throat> You are the son of an elephant, In spite of Adam <laughs> Driver telling you you weren't And everybody hoping that you wouldn't be God, God, this law's really confusing me, Dad Well, look, it's not my fault that Dead, Deadwood writers wrote this um, <laughs> Love Deadwood anyway we, But yeah, so he, he's, yeah, boost, he's boosting a carpool By which I mean driving Lewis. it through a bloody window Giovanni Rabisi and, um, Giovanni Baby Rabisi <laughs> Baby Rabisi is Baby doing Rabisi. a car heist Whilst his friend narrates what he's doing For any visually impaired members of the audience Aww. It's a very inclusive film It's lovely I gotta get my tool Kim Man, that's not a tool That's a damn brick yeah. um, And he boosts it Because yeah. it turns out he's doing a Sunshine Autos list and uh, you always got to put the penultimate one in a garage because they always decrease the spawn rate for the last one. I only vaguely get that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's basic there's a list of cars they need to get, but Rabisi's mm. done fucked up, and now the police and big beat music are after him. <laughs> TMZ, they're uh, going wild trying yeah. to get their hands on the Rabisi. Yeah, and he's and he's <laughs> he, he's royally fucked up, and he's got some young friends. It's a real horror show. Cut to oh, Nicolas Cage well, intimidating well, some children. Well, cut to a scene that Nicolas Cage is obviously about to step into. <laughs> and uh, yes, we have Nicolas Cage teaching kids how to go-kart. Yeah. Oh. He changes all their lives forever. Um, I'd argue <laughs> for the best. And <laughs> few, it, few others would. It's, it's, it's all going well. Well, that's why you've got to stand up for the things you believe in, Paul. You know, it's, it's going to be... <laughs> go-karts. I'm going to be on the right side of history. Um, Fuck yeah. And then Will bloody Will well, Another here. guy who's on the right side of history is Will yeah. Patton. Yeah. Because he's going to show up and he's got to... He's got to st- he's got to tell Cage that he's got to steal a lot of cars or they'll kill his Rabisi, his baby Rabisi brother. Baby Rabisi, yeah. Baby Rabisi. He doesn't want to do it yeah. really, but um, feel bad if his brother well, brother pops off. Well, he's he's also here to offer some ominous warnings about the big bad guy. Oh shit, this guy's bad. You you don't know anyone like this. And he's implied to crush people in a car crusher. And mm. there's a fire and metal and sparks and big machines. And oh shit, here he comes. <laughs> and it's Christopher Eccleston. It's Christopher Eccleston. A, and he's with a haircut. And he's sometimes doing scouse. <laughs> God bless him. I try to learn your ways, understand your obsessions. But this baseball, it's so bleeding boring, isn't it? Yeah, and he's and he's he's into wood. And he's very menacing. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, he does. He does villain stuff because only villains and mavericks are allowed to know about stuff. And he doesn't look like a maverick to me, Paul. No, he doesn't. Look at that face. Yeah, his stupid yeah, face. So. Um, Fortunately, he's going quite big because Cage has decided to underplay it for some reason. So I'm quite happy that Christopher Eccleston oh. is here to try an accent. He has no godly, <laughs> go- godly business doing a, doing. <laughs> oh, I I I think Nick Cage, Nick Cage wanted you to think he's he's not going big, but I felt like he was going big all the time just by standing there. Um, 
he was he was radiating something, and I think it was rubbing off on Christopher Eccleston. And either way, I think we can both agree that his scouts is very good. It's very good. Yeah. So Cage doesn't want to do the job because the writer read that screenplay book. It's the you know yeah. resistance of the call. Like you know, what if he was just up for it? I need you to. Like, oh, I, need, fuck yeah. I need you to steal fifty cars in four nights because sure I'll do it. <laughs> oh, I mean I've. Oh great. Fuck! What was that? I've got, I've got your, I've got your brother. <laughs> no, oh, what the fuck! Any of this? Oh. <laughs> I got your brother. <laughs> and strike me down if my name's not Liverpool okay. Joe. <laughs> you can, you can keep him. I just, I just fucking love this. Yeah. I love every part of this. I hate kids. I'm not going back to the go karts. <laughs> he wants his Rabisi back. He wants his baby Rabisi back. So he, um, he agrees to do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I guess... Uh, oh, he actually got his Rabisi back. Okay, well, I guess yeah. we'll just take Eccleston's word for it that he could track him down anywhere. He yeah. did have a lot of car-crushing stuff, after all, so he probably means business. He's he's a single Scouse man in the United States of America, Paul. <laughs> you don't know how many fingers in pies or pasties that... that he's got. <laughs> Nobody out there has encountered a Scouse man before because we very rarely let them onto any of our television programs. Yeah. God, if Steve, Stephen Graham went over there and he fucking... That's why he's in everything, because everyone just doesn't know how to handle him. I mean, he, he, he started... You know, when he started Boardwalk Empire, he wasn't supposed to be playing Al Capone. <laughs> he was just, like, Jay He just Dick walked on and, set and started doing it. Al yeah. Capone actually lived hundreds of years later. Yeah. But, uh... He's, 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 he's a future... Beyond board. Yeah. He's, he's a future gang lord, and um, it's crazy, really. <laughs> but, like, that's that's Liverpool for you. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Cage visits his Grace Grace Sabritsky mum on the yeah. set of the latest David Lynch movie that she's in. <laughs> and she takes some time off from dissolving Laura Dern in a vat of acid to interact with him. And you can't tell. Yeah. But then also, speaking of other characters, Lindo is here. Bloody oh, Lindo. Uh-oh. Delroy Lindo is a cop. And he shows up to do that scene in the crime movie where the cop and the criminal have a pally exchange with a veiled warning in it. Mm. And I just... Yeah. So... <laughs> So, all right. I have an end to that. But I don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What? Well, why? Oh, I, like you don't have to say it, but I want to know why. My comment was just: I just wish Cage was doing an accent, but I feel like I've already covered that ground. <laughs> <laughs> Any accent, get his Jamaican one back out. It can't be that bad, <laughs> surely. Or at least, you know, we, he, he... Pre- we might get a little preview of it later on. <laughs> God, maybe Cage could do. Cage could do Delroy Lindo's voice from Congo. <laughs> Have some sesame this, cake. This, this is very confusing for me. <laughs> so, anyway, speaking of other characters, let's also get Robert Duvall into this. He, uh, Fuck yeah. He's here and, oh, he loves cars. He, that's oh, that's handy because there's a movie about cars after all. And he, <clears throat> let's, let's take this as a moment to just really connect with the central premise that these are characters who just love. What do you know about Raymond Kalichi? Oh, <laughs> fuck, it's the plot. I, I love that scene. Yeah. It's a quick fire of mine. And we'll get into that later. You that soulless animal. So I joined it too, Paul. It was over way too quickly for me. Oh, um, I see. So um So how many how many cars you gotta I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Robert Duval. How many cars you gotta steal, son? Ah, uh, fifty. <laughs> how, how many, many cars you, you gotta got steal, to... son? How many how many days you got to steal these cars? Uh, three. <laughs> Wait, you spent a whole day just wandering around chatting to Grace Sabritsky and Delroy Lindo. <laughs> I got I I'm also f- got lost. I'm oh. fucking proud. <laughs> I went. went I walked past an ar- arcade, and there was a little thing tied to the the, the a pole, and it was going round and round on a bike. And now I'm here. I, uh, I was in three other movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> so and uh, oh, look, there's an Asian woman driver. Of course, she's terrible. Don't look at me. Look at the people next to Brilliant. Thanks, Jerry. But anyway, <laughs> the driver is in the crew, along with some other people being recruited who I haven't come up with names for, except Vinny fucking Jones. He's fucking here. He's... he's fucking here. He shows up as a mute mortician. Yeah. Why not? Why Why? Why not, Paul? Don't you understand how cinema works? What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's why not? My, read my screenplay book. Why not? Uh, also here, why not, is Angelina Jolie for that scene where the criminal tries to reconcile with a love interest that he's wronged in the past. Yeah. But, uh, she says no, so she'll just have to show up later. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, well, yeah. oh, okay, I'll see you later at the heist. <laughs> I'll see you at the heist later. But it's, uh, yeah, it's page 28 of the script, so we best have an action scene. And Vinnie Jones shows up to show, him some, show us some of his special martial arts. Middle wall itsu. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listeners at home, I, I'm trying to bounce off the cynicism <laughs> of Paul Salt, and it's... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> sometimes, sometimes the, the real me has to come through. <laughs> sometimes it has to happen, and we all appreciate that. Look, and I love that he's done it, especially for Goodman season. <laughs> I haven't been overly cynically Goodman season. <laughs> it's all. <laughs> I, I love Goodman season. It's my favorite time of year. Oh, and that explains Christmas. <laughs> Paul, do you want to put another present? What's the point? <laughs> so we get a few more scenes. We get a heart-to-heart with the brother and a mm. police investigation progresses and mm-hmm. a standoff with the brother and mm-hmm. a crew assembly and the police mm-hmm. investigation progresses and a briefing scene where we find out they're going to steal them all in one night. Yeah. Yeah. So best best way. Those. Best way. Best way. Good reason for it. Then Cage goes to scope out the cars at a dealership and finally, finally for me, Mr. Cage shows up. My name is Roger, sir. May I be of some help? That's funny. My name's Roger. Two Rogers don't make a right. <laughs> Roger, I have a problem. Yes. I've been in L.A. for three months now. I have money, I have taste. But I'm not on anybody's A-list, and Saturday night is the loneliest night of the week for me. It's the best minute of my life. I love every second of it. And then we go back to the police. And then it's gone, as, as, is the, <laughs> as the title suggested. Ah, you, you see, that was what was gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> now we know. You're welcome, uh, listeners. And, and Paul Salt for me, my friend. <laughs> they continue to plan the heist. And oh, Jolie's here. Did I, did I genuinely miss that happening? She, when, okay, so we, we missed a really important scene where Nick Cage followed her to okay. a second job. And, at the uh, bar. Yeah. At the bar. And, That's uh, what she blew him off, I thought. Well, she blew like, him off, but as he, when he no, left. So to speak. Not in a Boris Johnson way. <laughs> Yeah, didn't do it. Nothing, nothing in that scene was reminiscent of Boris Johnson. So, and I think we can all be <laughs> thankful for that. Um, but when she yeah. blew him off, he he left, and she did a sort of oh, I wish he hadn't come back because I fucking love him face. Yeah, and I love. And I then love... we go outside, and Vinnie Jones beats up some street punks. Yeah, but and but then... we saw the face. That was the the face. That was her going. Oh, the gonna... face was it. Well, the face was <laughs> pure cinema, mate. Okay, it was okay. That's fair enough. There's a lot of visual storytelling going on there. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Baby Rabisi pronounces Peugeot as Peugeot and then says faggy. So he's great. We've got to keep this guy alive. <laughs> I, I really hope that he survives this. And, um, oh, it's, um, it's, oh, it's, it's weird, isn't it? I feel bad now about the shit I've written. It's funny. But it's... <laughs> keep... page... All right, it's page 48, so it's time for another action scene. <laughs> Some guys show up and shit up the car, so they run. The guys are criminals who don't like them for some reason. Then, that, then mm-hmm. that stops, and Cage does something probably fairly racially insensitive, but it is the second cagey thing that he's done for me, so I'm glad he did it. Which, which bit there? Look, cop car. Uh-huh. Long as I'm in here, you're just going to sit out there, aren't you? I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Well... I, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> look, the fact that, that you thought it says a lot more about you than it does about me. <laughs> Nicholas <laughs> oh, we better we better just leave. He's not going to stop this. Is George Lucas a Nicolas Cage character? Maybe. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! Just um, me and me. Oh my god! Oh god! So and then, like, we have a we have that like Tyler Durden moment, <laughs> uh, like looking back at that documentary. It's just <laughs> flashing from George Lucas to Nick Cage in the cinema, going, "Yeah, I may have overdid it on some parts." <laughs> oh god! Well. One of the anonymous uh, gang members, crew members, sorry, stole a car for no reason, and it belongs to gangsters. Oh no! Shit! It's full of drug, full of good drugs. It's full Paul. of really good drugs, and there will definitely be consequences. Oh for no! This. Fucking hell! So many drugs. <gasps> this would fetch what? Hundred grand? Yeah. Interesting. We'll put that away for later. We'll do that in the next movie. Anyway, so Daryl Lindo's here. Everyone. Daryl Lindo Fuck. shows up, and yeah, he's he's yeah. onto them a bit, and then he goes off. So. Yeah, yeah, it's time. He to... Pretends not to be, and uh, and they, they have they have some good car revving stuff, Paul. Like they they all like they man about the place. Oh, they bloke about. They sort of they're like, oh, gotta love that. Duh. And they like go to <laughs> hug each other, and then they get get weird and and, and punch each other on the arms for seventy eight minutes. Yeah, it was pretty powerful. And well, look, yeah. they're getting ready for the heist. Gloves? You don't need gloves. I've got very obvious fake fingerprints you can uncomfortably glue to the end of your fingers. What about palm prints? <laughs> well. Why are these better than just gloves? Yeah, mate. Well, look, are these going to get mentioned again in this movie? Yeah, mate. All right, let's do it. So the fucking's on. Sick. Fucking's on. Yeah. And everybody, everybody on, starts stealing cars. And uh, 
Yeah. I, I, I do have the note. You know, dim, 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 dim. know what I quite like at this stage in this car-based action what? movie? is a car chase. Because so far for me, this has been a bit like a movie about a guy who's obsessed with guns, but not firing them. He just likes loading and unloading and maintaining them, which we see in jump cuts. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes sometimes that's nice, though. I enjoy, I enjoy that, because he's been touching all the cars. He's been walking past all the oh, cars, Paul, having oh. a little, like kiss of the cars and then I'm, I'm like oh i know, I know he's gonna he's yeah gonna just like it. little finger in, in the in the petrol in the petrol nozzle <laughs> and 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 it's like oh i know he's gonna drive him soon little, and i fucking little flick of the real mm, tail i love this i love this foreplay um, well as you know it's gonna happen you saw the trailers you saw the trailer you just wait for I it know. and also i'm getting a pretty big sense of anticipation here because the movie is using soundtrack and editing to try and make the very technical process of stealing cars exciting which does put me in mind of hackers this is jackers <laughs> it really works for me. I'm, I'm, I'm completely sold at this point, and I just want them to win. I don't even care about uh, Giovanni Ribisi and his um, un- unpleasant sentiments uh, and derogatory statements. Just want to save steal it. the cars. Got to steal the cars because yeah. oh no, there's a problem though. The police are very obviously what? watching all of the Mercedes in town. Damn it, Lindo! <laughs> but fortunately, don't worry though. Timothy Oliphant's there. He's there too. Going, it's horrible. Going, I can see you. <laughs> Nobody steal Delroy this. Turns the other way. Delroy. Damn it! Why are you? <laughs> He's just there, like just waving his arms in front of the car. Unfortunately, though, the screenwriter ingeniously oh. planted the solution to this problem earlier in the following scene. <laughs> hey, look! I found these old okay. Mercedes keys from the last heist. Oh, cool! I guess that tension's resolved. Oh, the dog ate them. That ought to be worth another scene or two. Fuck. Dogs. Well, I guess we'll have to cut him open, says Vinnie Jones, <laughs> and no one stops him. And they actually, this is what happens in the movie. Yeah, unbelievable. They, they flay the dog. Yeah. Vinnie Jones wears it and then eats the face, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, can we get the keys now?" And he's like, "What?" <laughs> so um, they, yeah, they get the dog to shit out the keys whilst uh, a baby Michael Pena shows up. Aww, yeah. and they get the keys Play, back, playing and... his only threat, like supposedly threatening role ever. Oh. <laughs> and then yeah, he goes off. I'm glad he was here. Yeah. So oh shit though, no, 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 no. but BC's been seen, and one of his friends has been shot. Oh no, it's the smaller blonde one. <laughs> Hey, Paul, good job. You, you, I, I know you're making an effort to try and tell white men apart. And, um, hey, I'm, I'm feeling I know that who Giovanni Ribisi is, and I feel like that's progress. Yeah, that guy goes to hospital yeah. and is presumably fine. He's probably in that last scene. He's, he, he's in the final oh, scene. Great. He's and, all right um, Angelina Jolie is sucking his finger, mate. So. Oh, that one. Oh, that's good stuff. So, yeah. so well, done, well done him. Well done him. Cage has to steal the last one. Did we do the police combat bit with the Mercedes keys? Or was that the snake bit? The the what? The, the bit where a bunch of cars are in a police compound and they have to get it out with the Mercedes keys that the dog ate. Did they do that? I I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say yes. Finally. 90 minutes in. Yeah. We're gonna get a car mm. chase. And what better way is there to do a car oh. chase than lockdown pedestrian mm. camera crews interspersed with rapidly cut glimpses of cameras mounted to the actual vehicles. Fuck yes, sir. Fortunately, things do get a bit better when they get into the flood control because I'm guessing they had more permission to shoot down there. Mm. So yeah, yeah, probably. Things open up a bit. So yeah, that's okay. And uh, yeah, Oliphant gets on the radio. Man, this guy can drive down a long empty passage with very few obstructions. <laughs> Fuck yeah. He's remarking on the amazing scenes, Paul, that we saw. We have saw. <laughs> As well, and like oh. I've I I saw it all firsthand, Timothy <laughs> Timothy style, and you know, that's a thing I'm coining. And yeah. I can tell you, audience, this guy, he knows how to live. I mean, drive. <laughs> he knows how to live it. Uh, Cage drives to the dockyard with a construction crew there because he insisted on having a fun action scene in the movie, in spite of everyone's wishes and attempts. Um, but oh no, there's an accident on the bridge stopping him from getting back. Oh, thank God though for that conveniently placed ramp. Yeah, he's going to get away. He's going to get away in a clumsily edited, highly constructed, sometimes CGI epic stunt. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it's... That was... That was that was really the only time that I went, <laughs> oh, that was bad. <laughs> it's no good, though. He's late. So Shane Warne tells him to go off. And uh, he drives over to Christopher Eccleston to convince him that... But you know what? The car was too damaged to be acceptable. Fuck, he should have taken it to pay and spray mm. first. Mm. R.I.P. Shane Warne. <laughs> God, but not forgotten. Uh, it's looking bad for Cage, but his crew show up and save him. So Cage kills yeah. Eccleston, who is killed by his monologuing yeah. hubris and bad continuity. Yeah, but he saves Delroy Lindo's life. Fuck and, yeah. And Delroy Lindo goes, 
Ah, oh, look, you committed many crimes. <laughs> I many, it's many crimes. It's literally my job to stop you. Nevertheless, but you say, but you were doing it to save your brother. Um, yeah. So in this case, two wrongs plus a right make a right. Just about. And you saved my life, so that's a- that's two wrongs and two rights. So that's double right, actually. On you go, scamp. On you go. So Lindo lets Cage go to Dario, <laughs> and everybody has the obligatory barbecue scene. Yeah, you know, you've seen a movie. It's like that. You've seen Fast and Furious. And also, he gets his car. Gets his but car. it breaks down. Oh, that Nicholas Cage. Brilliant. Uh, and him and Angelina Jolie start having sex on the bonnet, and um, everyone cheers. Yeah. 90s music plays, and Disney Plus recommends I watch Con Air, so it's a pretty chill way to end a movie. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, man. I will. So there we are. There, there is we are. Gone in 60 seconds, in 30 minutes or less, or more. <laughs> a bit more. So, Paul. <laughs> yes. How did Gone in 60 seconds stack up for you, sir? So... Yeah, sat down last night to uh, watch the movie, and from yeah, as, as the movie starts, and we get that bring Sally up, bring Sally oh, down. Yeah. It immediately brought back you know mem- memories of watching this movie, and mm. it's a good track. And the excitement <laughs> kind of, yeah. you know, swept me up, and I was oh good. I was, I was kind, I was on board for what was coming, and yeah, look, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I had a real fun time. Oh good. Um, yeah. I all, all the things I dislike about the like the 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 group of heisters in Fast and Furious mm. movies and other things later yeah. on, like the beginnings of that of like oh god, I wish there were more about these characters, <laughs> but yeah, it avoided the egregious stuff um and yeah for me it was just some kind of big performers giving big performances and i know you you disagree and it's very mm. it's not stereotypical it's not a typical big performance from cage but it's there's just mm. something about it that he radiates throughout and it just yeah it just i had a had a lot of fun and uh yeah i'll, I'll just finish there yeah i had a <laughs> had a lot of fun what, can, <laughs> what stuff. can i say yeah i was looking forward to this one um hmm. because i i saw it once when i was a kid and i know that my i remember actually my dad liking it more than i did uh, okay. when we first watched it he had the dvd of it like in his room and i think we rented it when we first saw it hmm. um so i was looking forward to it but i i did in spite of myself because that opening track got me in the right mood as well and i was really you know i was up for hmm. cage you know and all the rest of it but i did just get quite bored i'm afraid it's um uh. I found the script fairly by the numbers with mm. uninteresting mm. characters for me that actually had me pining a bit for the Fast and Furious crew in the better oh, really? movies, that is. Yeah, okay. in the better movies. Yeah, they, okay. Yeah, it, it's not a great crew dynamic, but yeah. And I, I found, yeah, by the numbers plot, and it mm. was shot in that Brockheimer aesthetic mm. that for me was like Bay, but without the sort of flamboyance. And mm. there's very surprisingly little action, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Mm. Um but I did find that it was uh, the whole film was elevated by moments where it does get silly and it remembers to be ridiculous, which aren't as many as I'd like, but it is spread fairly consistently throughout. Like, mm. my quick fires are not from any, like, one part of the movie. It's pretty good yeah. run there. So I think most fundamentally, I just would have thought that a movie about stealing fancy cars would have had more glory shots of the cars looking fancy and some more chase sequences. Mm. Um, and I didn't get much of those, like... I could list the scenes of the cars looking fancy. You've got the bit where Cage first sees Robert Duvall's car. Yeah. Um, you've got the bit where they walk into the warehouse of all of the shiny cars and like Angelina mm. Jolie says something. Um, and then you've got the various bits of attention directed towards Eleanor. But otherwise, like literally, I, I struggle to really think of a shot of a car. Yeah. In this car movie. <clears throat> well, the thing is, like for me, seeing people love cars is more interesting than the cars themselves. This is just I'm, I'm I'm someone who doesn't really care about cars and no nor do I yeah but yeah I didn't get too many moments of people being like look at that except for those three scenes I mentioned yeah right even I mean even just people talking about them and I don't know just the 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 whole the general air the movie gave was like yeah these yeah. like it made me more excited about cars than a lot of movies about cars and yeah. like I find Fast and the Furious like really enjoying five and kind of enjoying six i think is yeah is how it works yeah, I right? think that's where i'm at um, yeah the it's more it's more of like a 
a meathead appreciation of cars for me. Whereas cars are set dressing in Fast and Furious. Yeah, but... yeah. In in this and and yeah, it's it, it is kind of like Bay without the the flamboyance. But for me, that's a good sure. thing because I find it well, maddening. Yeah. Like am- ambulance, uh, like for all yes that it it did right. It did more things wrong, and the fact that it was obviously Bay was just unbearable for yeah, me. Yeah, it um, really was. But it's interesting because you remember we did uh, Love Wedding and Other Disasters, and I remarked that this is what Dennis Dugan is like without Sandler, i.e. Yeah. nothing at all. Like yeah. it, Just without Sandler there, it was the mm. most bland shit, and you got mm. the sense that Sandler was really the driving voice. <laughs> yeah. This is like that. This is similar because Brockheimer without Michael Bay, and mm. we had, it's not the first time we've encountered that because we've done Kangaroo mm. Jack, which, if you remember, the opening sequences to Kangaroo Jack, where it was like mm. a chase through the city, was super Michael Bay. And also mm. King Arthur as well was Brockheimer without Bay. And we haven't covered Deja Vu, the um, Denzel Washington movie, but that mm. is textbook Brockheimer without Bay. Mm. Um, and it's really interesting how consistent the visual language of movies that Brockheimer has produced are. The color palette mm. of sort of green yeah. and orange, the editing with the flashes of white and the camera movements and the electric <laughs> guitars. It's really interesting. Yeah. And it just makes me wonder if actually Bay is like Darth Maul to Brockheimer's Palpatine. <laughs> mm. he's, Interesting. The, he's the real Phantom Menace. <laughs> he's he's the Phantom and very palpable menace. Um, palpable um, menace. There we go. Brilliant. Full circle. What? But <laughs> but I, I, I think... Yeah. So f- for me, it was minus minus the Bay. Yeah. Um, the most overt Bayism. The, the, yeah, the Bay egregiousness. And plus... Yeah. Uh, Nick Cage, Delroy Lindo, Timothy Oliphant, Robert Duvall, um, Will Patton, and, and and these people who, even if they're not giving big performances, are just sort of big enough presences that, yeah, I really wasn't bored. I you know there That's there are good. bits where you know f- for example yes the, the the cutting of the car chase scenes and the CGI jump mm. and and <clears throat> and some of the dialogue and the, the team dynamic, but it kind of it didn't matter quite so much because, I, yeah, I just wasn't bored. I It was just really fun to be around all these people. And I kind of found, like, Timothy Oliphant and Delroy Lindo, they were just, just these spectres, <laughs> these really yeah. weird spectres haunting uh, mm. Nick Cage, who's playing a character called Memphis Reigns because, obviously, Dominic Cena is directing this. Yeah. And um, mm. it, it, it was just fun and amusing and... Yeah, for for everything that it lacked, it just kind of had a, a a broad appeal to me, and um, that's good. Yeah, that <laughs> stands for a lot <laughs> in, well, in our in our career. Indeed, but mm. yeah, that that's that's good stuff. But yeah, I did find actually with Oliphant and Lindo, their scenes for me reminded me of like the police investigation scenes from a Saw movie. In as much as I didn't okay. get much from their like characters, and I kept wondering why are we leaving the action to keep up with these guys and the, like mm. the minutia of mm. their investigation. Like we tracked down this guy who's you know copied some Mercedes things for them, and it's like okay, cool. Like I got the sense that we were trying to be worried about this, that their mission mm. was under threat, and mm. that these two were closing in. But yeah, I just wasn't that involved in that. And I think yeah. it's cool that the characters worked for you because that for me was the big bit that fell a bit flat for me is that mm. that aspect of it felt a bit perfunctory yeah and it's not helped i think by how many of them they are it's a very large crew and when you've got a large yes. crew you've got to do quite a lot of work to characterize people quickly yes true like what, what i got because delroy lindo i think got across the fact that he was obsessed with this and there was a, a certain intensity in his performance that i found myself admiring but i don't uh, think the movie took enough time to like took enough time to properly convey that and mm. and how much of his mind it occupied so when it did cut back to the the cops that's what i was assuming but it, it didn't seem it didn't seem to have too many consequences and he didn't seem to be under that much fire except from one scene with the homicide or like his his superior coming in and saying this is hom- a homicide case blah 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 what are you yeah. what are you doing stop obsessing over it yeah i can see okay. I can see that that's what I took from it, but concede that mm. it didn't spend too much time properly fleshing that out. Oh well, it was it was all right for me, but for me it just it wasn't Pete Cage, um, nor the most fun Brockheimer I've yeah. seen, and I can't necessarily see myself coming back to it. But 
No. There's a lot of stuff that stood out to me. Mm, there sure is. So, maybe we should quick fire. Quick fire. Um, I've grouped mine together to be a little uh, little easier to quick fire. So I'll start with just my music stuff. Okay. Um, I enjoyed the soundtrack by Trevor Rabin. I thought the general... There was this weird sort of... I think it might be like the Eleanor theme or something. Because whenever mm. the car appears, there's like this weird sort of... Ah, kind of thing that's going on. And I quite yeah, okay. enjoyed that. also did the music to kangaroo jack and the one incidentally so he's a three man <laughs> yeah oh brilliant hello hello three man <laughs> and um yeah some of the original songs were very good um in particular the opening song that sally thing yeah and also the scene where he's recruiting all of his guys they play better days by citizen king and that okay. song came out in 1999 but it is the most naughty's ass song ever <laughs> fucking written mm. it just immediately puts me back there in the naughties and i really appreciate that mm. Yeah, every every track I heard was either <laughs> or reminded me of very strongly uh, a a single in the nineties. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, it, all really really familiar, but not quite obvious what they were. A lot of it was quite hard stuff, but like Better Days is like yeah. peak Tony Hawk stoner stuff, and I'm nice. very appreciative of that. <laughs> Got to be appreciated, appreciated of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Words, am I right? I'm done with them, mate. <laughs> Gonna try without. <laughs> okay, uh, some some smaller or like secondary parts that I liked. I like Vinnie Jones. Mm. He, he physically. Ah. Physically very imposing man, and um, he like despite all the cutting with his fight scene where he's just beating up those um, those gang boys. Yeah. It, it looks oh, like yeah. he's he's hitting with a lot of clout, and that was cool. Yeah, and I enjoyed I did... his young face, and I liked at the end yeah. after he's done his his line, his only line in the film, when he says something like, um, "I assumed you were from somewhere." He does a yeah. little shrug. Yeah, that I quite enjoy, and I really remembered that shrug. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's funny. One of the few things I remember from this the first time around. <laughs> with, Excellent. Um, I, I I did like looking at a young Chris for Eccleston Paul. Oh yeah, with his eyes. Yeah, with beautiful and eyes. It, and he and he did have. I think he did have a, a certain menace to him. Um, mm. be- because yeah, I don't know. Sometimes when it's a like a skinnier guy and he had yeah the madness in his eyes, it was yeah. There's a, there's a a, th- a threat <laughs> there of just somebody who's unhinged and. Yeah, he's got the goons to do to do his dirty work. He's got um, so many hired goons. My favorite line of his was um, when I think it's at the end when Dawei Lindo's about to get shot by him, and he says, "I'm a police officer, and you don't want to do that, man." Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. Yeah, I think you're mistaken. I shoot you. <laughs> I do, your life, your life will be over. You kill me, now you think about this. I'm a police officer. Your life will be over. No, you've got that the wrong way round. If I kill you, your life's over. Yeah. <laughs> what a punk. That's you great. Love that. What a bloody punk. <laughs> I like the idea that like that's the cleverest and coolest thing he could come up with. This guy, he's just yeah. kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, no, you don't don't appreciate poetry at all. Um. <laughs> um. Okay. I I enjoyed uh, Scream Two era Timothy Oliphant. Yes. Um. And I in particular liked his um. It's really lame line. Okay. By the time you get out, asshole, there won't even be cars. I'll be cruising around in your little spaceships. <laughs> That's gonna suck. But then after that, there was this yeah. long pause where that line just has to fucking stay there in the air as Nicolas yeah. Cage walks away. Yeah. And, like, Oliphant has to, like, continue to smile after his line until yeah. he's out of earshot. It's yeah, it's a very good awkward moment that I enjoyed. I enjoyed that too. So th- that leads into so from that scene and then also some some more Timothy Oliphant, Delroy Lindo moments. Um, just be- before he says, yeah, well, you know, by the time you get out, there won't even be cars. Delroy Lindo does the, you know, I, I'll if you do like if you roll through a stop sign, if you use an aerosol can in a manner other than directed, I mean, I don't care. You make one slip and I will put you away. For good yeah like that. <laughs> that was good um, i like that line yeah but um timothy oliphant in that scene actually um he's 
Delrylindo's doing the whole story about he he bet somebody two hundred dollars that he hadn't seen Memphis Reigns back in um yeah. in New York City or wherever it is there. And um yeah. I don't give a shit. Uh, and <laughs> he said I gotta go tell my woman that I just lost two hundred dollars on a stupid deal. Mm, she's mean. What? She can be mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. Cool. That's good stuff. Yeah. I like Grace Sabritsky. I always like Grace Sabritsky. Yeah. And even though she wasn't doing an awful lot here, I do like, I always like it when she shows up. Cool. She just has the look of a mad woman. She does. Even when she's playing like the compassionate mum. But I think she did have like that feel to her, <laughs> that sort of, because mm. she's here to be like the heart of the piece. This is the reason yes. you want, you want your awful Rabisi to get back home. Is that, um... Never used you know to be saying? awful. Grace, he loves his mum. You mom. don't want Grace. <laughs> exactly. Loves mm. his mum. It's Grace Savitsky, and you don't want anything bad to happen to him because otherwise she'll fucking go nuts. She killed Laura Palmer. I don't know. I haven't seen Twin <laughs> Peaks. Um, probably. Probably. Huh? Um, I like Nick Cage's speech to the kids. Not because of the reveal that he was talking oh, to yeah. kids, but just if you step back and appreciate the fact that he, Nicolas Cage, is giving that speech to kids, it's just beautiful. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing for him to have done. Mm. Um, I'm going to do the rest of my like extras. Okay. Um, Okay, the one guy who was like really mouthy, like the the, the sort of chatterbox guy you have mm. in every crew. He had a couple of bits that worked for me. One of which is um, he told he gave a guy a tip, and he's like, "Save it and get get another one of those suits or something yeah. like that," which I quite liked. Yeah. And then at one point, his job is to distract a guy whilst his crew do something, mm. and he's like amping and like going for all this stuff, and then he just gets a fucking doll out and just like starts <laughs> waggling the doll about. Yeah, tell you what, look at this, look at it, look at it. She's a brick. And it's such a surreal thing for him to have done to have a doll with him. Like, hey, this doesn't work. I've always got this. (laughs) It was. uh, It's just something like, look at this. Look at the crazy doll. It's just. It was such an odd little moment that I really enjoyed it. Uh, Oh yeah, some guy that they've gotten the information from from the Mercedes uh, keys, Mm. and it's like, um, you sure you told us everything you know? And he's like, I I told you everything I know. I I know that because I said, this is everything I know. You know. That's quite good. And although it's a, it's quite an offensive and upsetting stereotype, I thought the actor playing the crying Japanese, the crying Asian woman yes. who kept getting failed, I thought she was doing quite a good performance. I'm sorry, miss, but you've missed five questions. That's a failing. No. No. No, why? You were supposed to go faster when somebody tailed me. She was, and it, it did... Yeah. It made me laugh in spite of thinking about that because as as um, yeah. she what's his name? Um, I think it was all right for me because I was laughing very much at what she was doing rather yeah. than yeah yeah it wasn't was like ha 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 Asian drivers it was ha ha because she was as as the guy was taking the call from um, Memphis Reigns she mm. she continued this like yeah this high pitched whine and was looking yeah. at him and there was something like with with intent <laughs> yeah like. Yeah, like I, I I know what I'm doing, and that really made me yeah, laugh. Yeah, she was very good. Yeah, God, like from uh, I I remember from my teenage years the the make out the car make out scene, uh, like oh, how yeah, yeah. how close it all was, and like I, I remember yeah. things weirdly like the 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 lines on Angelina Jolie's lips, oh. <laughs> like there's just something about the like. <laughs> How the how the lips were filmed, <laughs> obviously <laughs> stuck with me. Um, it just yeah. just just weird little things, I guess that Angelina Jolie brings to uh, yeah. <laughs> brings to a movie. And um, for all those subtle little um, things, there is something very uh, charmingly uh, filthy about her just grabbing the stick shift between her yeah. legs. Yeah, and she's like sliding over it, just grabs the fucking thing, and that's yeah, yeah, that was nice and vulgar. I enjoyed mm. that. That's good. I really did. <laughs> When um, he offers to pay off Christopher Eccleston and just take his Rabisi oh, yeah. back, um, and Christopher Eccleston back, just about BC back, just just yeah, it's not easy to get your Rabisi back, <laughs> but you gotta gotta be keeping sleazy. And um, to yet. he throws the money back at Nick Cage, and um, yeah. <laughs> two wrongs don't make a Rabisi. And um, <laughs> I just wanted to see the scene after that of him like quietly picking up all the money, We're like oh, I do need I <laughs> Which need one this of them? money. Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, Nick like, Cage yeah. Fine, I'll I'll take it back, you idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, okay, welcome to Paul's Burger Review Corner. Ooh. Ooh, I've got to rank <laughs> these or something. I've got to put a menu together of these burgers <laughs> from like would you like the Showgirls, the Batman and Forever, or the God of the Sixty ba- Seconds? I the Batman and Forever. 
I don't think the Gone in 60 Seconds is going to get too many orders because there was a bit too much bun and the, sl- the uh, patties were very slender. They looked, yeah. Um, yeah, like kind of roadside. Nevertheless, felt the need to review them. Yeah. That's Paul's Burger Review Corner. Okay. Burger. Well, now I've got the best bit of the podcast out of the way. <laughs> um, when... Um, <laughs> When when they're all, when Nick Cage has a gun at Chris, you know, pointed at Christopher Eccleston's head, and Christopher yeah. Eccleston has one, and all of his goons have guns pointed at Nick Cage's head. Giovanni Ribisi is in a car in a car crusher, and he's given like worst place to be in a car in a car crusher. You don't you don't want that. You're, you're, if you just fall in as a human, you're fine in a car yeah. crusher because it recognizes that. But if you're in a car, it just doesn't can't differentiate. Yeah. Car crusher, it's all, not people, it's all people crusher. Tasty, tasty cars, but um. He's got 10 seconds to decide, or 30 seconds to decide before Ibisi gets crushed up. And when he ascends, you know, he he, he he stops holding the gun to Eccleston's head and doesn't say anything. And it's just a way cooler way of doing it than the whole, you know, all right, all right, okay. It's just yeah. something really considered about the way he goes, okay, he's already thinking about what he's got to do. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. <laughs> Um, very good and even though it's cheesy as fuck his entrance to Angelina Jolie of uh, what's what's I, I don't know what this line means but the sounds like the left bank's running lane cool yeah. as fuck entrance <laughs> okay here are the bits of action I enjoyed ooh um, there's a bit where the gangsters are chasing after them and they shoot a shotgun and a rug just kind of blows up and that was quite okay. good like a practical nice. rug ooh. um the big rig gag is quite fun when they get a big rig to tear out the chassis of a car. That looked oh, quite yeah. good. Um, when Vinnie Jones throws a snake out of the window and it lands on another car's roof, there's mm-hmm. a satisfying thud to it, which yeah. I quite like. Nicholas Cage, whilst escaping in Eleanor, does a good 180 skid. Nice. There is a cool helicopter tracking shot of the chase through the flood control. Mm. Uh, whenever they mounted the camera to the front of the car and stuck with it, that was looking that looked good. When the gas canister bursts and starts flying about the place, smashing into cars and through walls and stuff, that looked great. Mm-hmm. And finally, the wrecking ball that shoves a car through a wall looked really good. Mm. So there you go. Those yeah. are the action bits. Lovely. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've got anything specific from that. I like yeah the interior shots mm. and um, mm. and and any like a yeah, camera fixed to the car will all look great. Um, yeah. Some of the what you know, some of the stunts look pretty good. Um, yeah. My only issue with the interior shots is that we're a bit too close on the actor. It's good with interior shots if you can try and get, like, what's happening around the car in at the same time. Yeah. Um, can make it seem a bit more involved in a sort of William mm. Friedkin, French connection kind of way. But nevertheless, yes, there were some really mm. good shots in there. Cool. Um, Ooh. when Nick Cage is being led to be killed, yeah, to be killed at the end, and he oh, sees God. there's a there's a car, um, being moved around by one of the, like, magnet cranes. And he goes, unicorn. And some, the guy next to him just goes, what? In an, like some shitty English accent. It's brilliant. Yeah. Unicorn. What? You what? Yeah, so the, the, the final jump, you know, shame, obviously, that it wasn't oh, real. Yeah. But the landing uh, looked good and chunky. I okay, thought. that's good. Yeah. I like a chunky landing. Yeah. Everything rocks about make a bit. a chunky landing. <laughs> Every day, son. Um, <laughs> and the... And the line, so the main thing I remember from Gone in 60 Seconds, and I still enjoyed it this time, was... How you doing? Are you all right? Are you okay? Just sit back. You all right? I think so. Are you sure? Because you just went through a wall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just went through a wall. Thanks, Timothy (laughs) Oliphant. And the the rest are Nick Cage moments. Okay. Here are my Nick Cage moments. Cage snaps at a bar patron and then apologizes to him. Yes, I enjoyed the apology. That was unexpected. Because I couldn't remember... And I thought it would end up being like a, a slap or something or just intimidating. Yeah. The him guy, more, sorry. the guy was really weird about it the whole time. Mm. Like yeah. when it, when he first snaps at him, he's just like, all right. And then when he apologizes, he's like, okay, that's fine. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah. And then later he's like, I want to pay for this guy's drink. It's like, it's fine. It's fine. Just, <laughs> you know, it's really a weird yeah. kind of awkward moment. <laughs> yeah. But Please leave me alone. There's a moment where Cage turns around with glasses. Oh, that's it. Yeah, mm. it's when it, it is my favorite Cage scene. It's when he mm. pretends to be just a douchebag for oh, no yeah, reason. Yeah. Um, and he turns around wearing glasses and like takes them off in a very trashed of fucking Troy uh, kind yeah. of way, which I loved. Uh, and then just everything else in that scene is amazing. This is the one. Yes, yes, yes. I saw three of these parked outside the local Starbucks this morning, which tells me only one thing. There's too many self-indulgent wieners in this city with too much bloody money. Everything in that scene. The line, your decision-making privileges have been removed is good. Yep. 
Um, I enjoyed him saying, I'm, I am a bad man. And then <laughs> yeah. the ensuing lowrider scene is quite fun. Yeah, the lowrider scene uh, is really fun. It is quite good. Um, oh, yeah, when he gets shot down after making out with Angelina Jolie and is like doing weird car talk to get her in the mood. Yeah. Um, and then just says, uh, Well, it's time to work. Good breaks. Good breaks, too. To indicate, <laughs> you know. She's yeah. good at stopping having sex with Nicolas Cage. Uh, Nicolas Cage smiling at a kid, I've written. It's when he's in the car chase at the end and there's a kid in one of the cars just kind of smiling oh, at yeah. him and he gives him a little goofy grin back. Yeah. Um, and finally, yeah, the, just the line. Um, I just stole 50 cars for you in one night. All right, I'm a little tired, I'm a little wired, and I think I deserve a little appreciation. Yeah. you got to appreciate that sort of thing. And You've that... always got to. Is what I got out of Nicolas Cage and got in 60 seconds. Perfect. Well, yeah, I had most of those things, but also... Ooh. Um, oh! <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the scene with Giovanni Ribisi when he's cooking him breakfast. Um, oh. He puts, like, he spills half a jar of salt in there and he just stirs it in. And he gives it to Nick Cage, he takes a bite, and he, like, coughs and splutters and chokes. And it's... That's <coughs> <coughs> good. Um, <laughs> perfect timing. And yeah. um, later on in that scene, Giovanni Ribisi goes, I don't know why you're even worrying, and I've got everything under control. Kitchen's on fire. Very good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just the, the nonchalant way. Look, you know, I got everything under control. Kitchen's on fire. Weirdly, that entire interaction reminded me of his relationship with that kid in Bangkok Dangerous. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, oh, that's that a, kind of feel to it. That's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it just had that kind of yeah, I, I think it had a, a bit more warmth than uh, okay. Bangkok Dangerous, I will say. Okay. Um, and I think, and I think, like, this is this is the importance of uh, Shades of Grey. <laughs> it's 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 the right end of the spectrum for me, where it's quieter but it's not sleepy. It's a subtle spectrum between Quiet Cage and Sleepy Cage, and it's mm. it's easy to find yourself yeah. on the wrong side of it. Let that be a lesson to your listeners. Um, Anything else? Yeah, the I, I really Ooh. liked when he uh, yeah met up with Robert Duval and they have that thing when he, Duval's Robert listening Duval. to the car sounds and he's talking about oh you know, yeah t- yeah I like that scene the cars that made it um, and his wife's looking on fondly it's sweet it's very sweet I did find it yeah. to be a, bu- a bit of a bucket of water when he's like mm. what do you know about this guy and it's like mm. I don't care about this guy I want you two to talk yeah. more about cars and just enjoy each other's company more but I got <laughs> from that that. You know, it's it's necessity. He obviously he wants to catch up, but he's he's got to get on to urgent business. And yeah. he like yeah, sure. the fact that he does so abruptly interrupt him. Um, yeah, it's in, intentional rather than mm. you know not giving a shit about cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, okay. no one gives no no one no one doesn't give a shit about cars, Paul. No one around here doesn't not give a shit about cars. And I'll and I'll never not argue that. <laughs> um, anymore? No, that's it. It's done. Oh well, that's gonna be it then. In that cool. case, there's only like one kind of cage fan I want to hear about around here, and those are members of the OGT. OGT. Going over to Patreon first. Yeah, of course. Woo! Why would you go anywhere else? Bloody Where hell. Get to Patreon. Good bloody question, mate. It's a good fucking question. So Mark Reed. Fuck, yeah. Says, Mark Reed? Um, yeah. Mark, that Mark Reed. Um, over at Patreon says, Movies that dole out new wanking techniques should be given an automatic pass. <laughs> I'm curious because no the guy um, who in my head was he was 90s Garrett Headland um, the uh-huh. one of the young team young members of the team was talking about sitting on your hand for about 15 minutes and then oh the stranger then right yeah, yeah. yes um, oh, I wonder if this originated there because I have heard of the stranger before <laughs> yeah it, like it might it might not have but it definitely brought it to an, uh, an inquisitive oh, yeah. uh, an inquisitive an inquisitive teen audience I feel like you'd have to be very quick before the pins and needles set in. It's part of the fun, mate. <laughs> you got to grip so hard that you pass the pins and needles on. <laughs> Cock. That's science. Also, that is Eleanor. Science. He says. Oh yeah, Eleanor. Very nice looking Eleanor. car. Eleanor. Yes. Eleanor. I I imagine. Um, Nell Nell also said as much, Thanks. and I was like, I, I guess yeah, it's a car. It's, it goes vroom. It can go vroom good though. It did go vroom good. Moving over to Facebook, Jenny Soans says, 
Yes, more Cage. Also, Angelina Jolie with those not really dreads circa 2000 Ali- Eliza yeah. Dushku and bring it on. Yeah, what a cast. I looked mm. carefully this time. They're, they're like mock dreads. Mm. Dread mocks. It's interesting. <laughs> hey. um, Oy. What a cast from the orts. Oliphant, Oliphant Lindo, Oliphant. Duval. Duval. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, both Duvals. And even some Brits like Eccleston and Vinnie fucking Bullet Tooth Tony Jones. I remember some of these performances, but <laughs> mostly yeah. fun, vaguely tense montages showing how cool Nick Cage can stay under pressure. Cars, ticking clock, excitement. I'm afraid to rewatch and learn the truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I didn't say actually, I, I enjoyed the tension and I, I like how long it took to get to the heist. I, I found that it did a good job of building tension. So there you go. Fair Thanks, enough. Jenny Stones. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny Stones. Always happy to see a snatch reference in there. <laughs> because well, he catches I... bullets. <laughs> he um... catches bullets, Tony. I would be very interested to revisit those early Guy Ritchies to see how they stand up because I was fucking obsessed with those when I was a teen. Mm. Yeah, I watched I saw... two, two, uh, fuck, two smoking barrels and the rest of it <laughs> more times than I can ima- than I can remember. Yeah. Imagine as well. Yeah. Beyond, too, beyond far too many times to re- correctly remember its title. That's how it works. Yeah, over to Twitter now. Kid Presentable, uh, Howlin, Howlin Mad Martok, <laughs> says, uh, Blonde Dreads Angelina, teenager me, had many a dream about her. Mm, yeah. I'll get you Howlin Mad. Oh. BT Calloway. BT Calloway says, are you okay? Are you sure? Because you just went through a wall. Agreed. And Niall Bryden. Said, I always enjoy seeing Christopher Eccleston. Me too. And you yeah, too. Me too. Remember Except 28 Days Later? Madman. seeing him enough. Yes. In 28- oh, yeah, he was in 28 Days Later. He was He's a scary the, military man. My men need always- women. Yeah, sometimes in my head I substitute him with the hard ass army guy from uh, Dog Soldiers who was also in um, Equilibrium. Oh. He was just the army dude yeah. of that period. Yeah. I don't think he's someone, but yeah, I just put his face in there. Uh, interesting. Well, now you shouldn't. Now so. I shouldn't. I'll remember it's an Eccleston joint. That's it. Just like whenever we ask the OG team. Thanks, it's always OG an team. Eccleston joint when you live with the OG team. Thanks, everyone. In your heads. Amazing. Let's yeah. talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. One better thing. One better down. Uh, yes, okay. My one better thing is The Driver. It's a 1978 mm. film directed by interesting man, Walter Hill, who uh, produced all the Alien movies, uh, directed The Warriors, uh, 48 Hours. Mm. He's an interesting guy. And The Driver is a sort of crime movie uh, from, the, uh, from the 70s with um, Ryan O'Neill in the lead. And you've got mm. Bruce Dern and Isabella Ajani in supporting roles. And this is a movie that like inspired Drive and uh, Baby Driver. Mm, okay. This very early, super cool like heist movie where he plays this yeah professional criminal driver just some of the car car stunts in this are just incredible just stuff that you just look at and think jesus christ how are they doing this and keeping everybody safe they probably weren't um it has that same sort of reckless uh endangerment that um the french connection had um yeah and i think it's yeah in spite of how influential it is it is a bit underrated because Mm. you know people don't know it as well as the french connection so i highly recommend the driver beautiful and i i also really like ryan o'neill he's a weird presence like mm. when you got a guy who was in like action movies and barry Lyndon, he's just oh yeah just a okay strange guy he's got an odd presence and a one of those guys you could you could say of him he can't act and he mm. can, like you'd be like yeah i see where you're coming from mm-hmm. but i like him anyway <laughs> you know yeah he's got a very odd energy nice good stuff yeah the one better thing. Okay, Paul. So, yeah. how can people find out more about us and how long it takes us to get gone? Oh, God. They can just open up the papers and read the news every day, suckers. <gasps> yeah, that's... Longer than you'd hope, generally. Yeah, generally. It's it's unfortunate, Some most would say. He's but everyone here. would think it. And if you want more about what everyone's thinking, <laughs> you can just go on to Twitter at OGDPod and Facebook at OGDPod and send us an email at gmail at OGDPod at gmail.com where yep. um, everyone knows what we're thinking. Yeah, we and everyone we else as well. Anyone. Broadcast yeah. yourselves. Yeah, broadcast yourself. Everyone's a brand. And no one is more <laughs> a brand than us because we have a Patreon here for as little as a dollar a month. One dollar a month. 
US. You get uh, <laughs> yeah. access to exclusive content such as our uh, I know what you did last summer, Halloween 2022, uh, Uncut and Boot. Uh, sneak preview extravaganza yeah. extraordinaire oh. uh, and uh, and more and more all that you can imagine mm. I'm Paul Wonka I'm Pawilly Pawilly Wonka <laughs> and remember the one good thing about Gone in 60 Seconds is okay let's do it let's drive damn it I fucked it <laughs> oh you what?